On Every Main Street is a weekly program that takes a deeper look into the greater Lehigh Valley small, medium, and large businesses that might be found on Every Main Street. Tonight, join me, Greg Caponia, as we invite WDIY listeners to learn more about the entrepreneurs with great ideas serving the communities in which we live. Good evening and welcome to On Every Main Street. I'm your host, Greg Caponia. And this evening, we're going to chat with two very interesting people in our community. First, we're going to visit with Rocky Gencarelli, the president and CEO of Myers Insurance Company in the Lehigh Valley. Good evening, sir. Good evening, Greg. Thanks for having me. Rocky, the Myers Insurance Company has been in the Lehigh Valley since 1892. Your company must be one of the more senior insurance companies in the area. So that would be true. Uh, we, we've actually run into a few clients and some other insurance agencies that we've competed against in the past. And, and so while we tout that we're one of the oldest, we're likely not the oldest, but we're certainly uh, up in the top three, I would say. So how did you get into the insurance business? Great question. An old colleague of mine used to say, you're either born into it or you fall into it by accident. <laughs> and and I, I would be in the latter. A good friend of mine and, and a, a currently a colleague and a partner of mine in our in our agency, had found me working, you know, long hours in my previous job outside of college. And he said, listen, you know, our agency at the time has an opportunity and we think you'd be a good fit for it. And we want you to come over and, and see if this would work for you. And that was about 15 years ago. You know, the rest is history. We've, we've gone through a lot together, uh, seen a lot in this, this industry. And, you know, 15 years later, got some experience behind our belt and and here we are now for our ninth year here at, at Myers Insurance and, and really had the opportunity to bolt on to an agency that's just made its roots here for, you know, right now our 131st year. So really excited about where we are, where we've come from, our, our rich history, and what we have in store for the future. Rocky, how is the insurance business changing in how has Myers Insurance Company adapted? Another great question, Greg. You know, I I can reference back 15 years as to, you know, what it was like 15 years ago to what it's like today. And and I think others would agree with me that it's it's become much more, I don't want to say litigious. We're a bit in a a more litigious society today. Insurance companies need more of the insurance agencies and brokerages. So we find ourselves sort of getting more involved in things that used to be handled outside of the actual agency. And so in our case, we've had to reinvest in the resources and the tools and and the requirements needed to better service our clients because we've seen a lot, you know, from the carrier side get pushed down to to really our level and require us to respond and adapt to some of the things that they used to handle for us. That's been one of the biggest things, certainly, you know, requirements, the Affordable Care Act and our employee benefit side of the house, you know, was a big change uh, when that went into effect in 2010 and really took a big change in 2014. So, you know, we've got folks that are involved in local organizations, whether it be the chamber or executive councils related to legislation. So regardless of any of the changes that are coming down, whether it be insurance company or legislative, you know, we've got representation across the board to really try and adapt and respond quickly and as best we can. Myers Insurance is an independent broker, correct? We are, always have been. And why is that important? Well, the importance of an independence brokerage is that, you know, we have access to place risk where it should be. 
You know, we're not confined to a singular insurance company like some of your direct writers out there. We've got access to over 100 insurance markets on both the commercial insurance side and also the employee benefit side. On the commercial insurance or otherwise known as business insurance, you know, we're part of a, a larger organization called the Insurance Alliance Network. It's seven agencies across the state of Pennsylvania. And what it does is it gives us the market clout of the big, large national brokerages. So we've got the market reach to really access any carrier to support any risk that we need to for our own clients and any prospective client that comes in. But we're still independent and we're still, you know, close to 30 people here locally in Allentown. So we've got the responsiveness and the local relationships that allows us to kind of have the best of both worlds. We've got large reach, which always makes us competitive, but then we're a local agency that allows us to be responsive and and continue to foster the relationships that we've built here for the last century plus. So if, if I hear you correctly, you're able to shop the best product, but then uh, also kind of make it work with price. That's correct. There's rarely an opportunity where we won't be able to be competitive on either the coverage side or the premium side. You know, to put that in better perspective, if you have some other smaller agencies, you know, they may have access to maybe six or seven companies. And so they may bring their best coverage and price out, you know, representing six or seven companies that they that they have to offer. But when we have access to over 100, it's just always going to make us competitive. We're always going to have a market that gives us access to really support our clients and those that are looking to come over to our agency. How much has the internet changed your business? And why should somebody talk to you first before doing something on the internet? What is it that that people, consumers don't understand about insurance? Well, I think a few years ago, uh, and it still exists today, but we're starting to see a a bit of a shift in in how it operates. Um, In the insurance business, you have what they call insure tech. And it's really insurance technology. It's an investment in insurance technology in our space. And you're starting to see some of these companies come out and utilize the internet, you know, to provide that they can provide something faster, quicker, less expensive. But I always go back to the insurance companies. Those are the ones that are providing financial backing to support insurance products. And so those are the ones that are going to drive this behavior. They're, they're a part of insurance technology, but they're ultimately the ones driving uh, or paying claims. And so they've almost unanimously said that they don't see InsureTech or the, the internet taking over the independent insurance agency channels. They still need us as much, if not more now than ever. But the technology and the internet side is really there to support, I think, what customers and clients are looking for, which is, you know, access to information, better efficiency. And so we've actually made some investments this past year in order to adapt and respond to that need. You know, the, the unfortunate or fortunate part right now is that, you know, customers, everything gets compared to the best experiences that they have. And, and one of those is Amazon, right? You go on your phone, you order a package, it's delivered to your door, sometimes the same thing. That's efficient, that's effective, that's access to information. We're trying to respond in the same way. And so as, a, as an independent agency, you know, not owned by an institution or private equity, you know, it's up to us and our agency to reinvest in those resources. And so we have this past year. So in 2023, you're going to see a better customer experience where they can get access to information. They can support and submit claims online. Um, our new website actually just launched about a year, a little bit more than a year ago, where you can go in and you can learn more about our agency. 
You can look at interactive coverage if you're looking to learn more about a specific industry. So, again, we've been responsive. We've been adaptive. We've invested in trying to stay not ahead of but in line with what's going on on the technology side. Just a quick reminder, we're talking with Rocky Giancarelli of Myers Insurance Company. Rocky, do people understand liability in our litigious world now? So I would say that the general buyer of insurance has a, a good understanding of you know, the main layers of coverage. So if it's your personal insurance, you know, what happens if I'm in an auto accident? Umbrella insurance, which is an extension of your liability personally, has been um, something that we've seen an uptick in in regards to extension of liability protection. I would say the general public has a good understanding of high-level liability, but where we set ourselves apart is most of our producers, our agents are highly accredited, CIC certified, and so one of the ways that we're able to set ourselves apart is that we're not, we, you know, we often tell ourselves that we're not a, a quote shop. You know, yeah. if you get into the quoting business, you know, it becomes a commodity and somebody's always going to be lower in price. And so you're only buying time if you're working only off of, of a price. It really comes down to coverage. We have some clients that have been with us for over 70 years. It's not uncommon to have, you know, multi-generational clients with our HCB. We've been around a long time. And that's not to say always because we were the lowest price. We've got a great set of professionals across multiple departments. And when we get into what the true liability is, you know, we often say your company is going to be more valuable by us being a partner in it than if we were not. And that's not because we're the lowest price always. It's because we've got the right professionals and the right relationships to go in and really rip apart what it is that you do. Understand your business. Understand what your future plans are so that we can craft an insurance product that makes sense for you. And so when you are spending your money on a financial product, you understand what you're spending it for. It's not just the general, I have ABC policy and I pay X. You know, really more than that in terms of our, how our agency focuses on our clients. So you're really not only protecting your assets with insurance, but you're also making the process easier because nobody likes to call their insurance company with a claim. That, that's, that's very true. You know, again, when we talk about in, in investing in resources, to take that away. So when you talk about calling in a claim, oftentimes you, know, you have to call an insurance company. It becomes a process. You know, and, and that will often lead itself back to what it means in your relationship with your agency or your brokerage. Sometimes, you know, we get the bad rap because of an experience that they have with a company. And so what we did years ago, and we really expanded on it about two years ago, is we had in-house claims management. So if you do have a claim, you can submit it online. It comes over to our claims manager. If you want to call our number, you can call in and, and talk to Dee, who's in our claims department, and she'll intake all the information, and we get that submitted out to the insurance company. We also have in-house risk management. So we have the director of risk management uh, inside of our office who's there on our, primarily on our business insurance side where we want to be more proactive in how to lower the opportunity that a claim exists going forward. And so we've got some integrated products and services where our in-house claims management will go out to our client base and help them understand what risk exists and how we can help prevent them in the future. So, Rocky, if somebody has insurance right now for personal or their business, should they still call you? They should. Uh, again, I go back to the sayings. You, you've been around long enough, you hear them all. And, and one of the ones that always stuck with me is next logical choice. 
You know, we always want to be the next logical choice. We're always willing to help anybody. So if somebody has a longstanding relationship, but they're just, you know, maybe it's a family member or a friend, and they don't want to sever that tie, but they, they have some questions, we're always willing to help. And again, there may come that day where they want to move on from who they're currently with, and we always want to be in that position as the next logical choice. What do you like about your job? What I love about my job is the ability to interact with clients across a broad spectrum of businesses. You know, we have the unique opportunity to kind of see inside of a lot, whether it's construction or manufacturing or distribution or lawn care. And, you know, you name it, we're in it. And so we are often dealing with decision makers, owners, leadership of these companies, and it's really nice to be able to help them in how we can support their needs. You know, again, earlier I said we want their business to be more valuable. Essentially, we can't run their business better than they can, but we can support the areas what we know well. And so we try and be more efficient, more consultative to allow them to run their business and just make actionable business decisions based on our advice and counsel. And that's nice because when you're able to help one company and then you go into another company, you realize that they have a similar challenge. You can tap into the things that you've seen or heard or helped with and try and help more of your clients with some things that aren't even related to insurance. Not only that, but really just some of these professional relationships turning into personal relationships have really been a benefit and, and help us love our job each and every day. Rocky, how does somebody get in touch with Myers Insurance? So the easiest way to get in touch with us is that you can go right to our website, MyersInsurance.com, spelled M-I-E-R-S insurance.com. There's a number of other Myers agencies spelled differently. So you'll see in our symbol, we've got an MI to help differentiate, you know, we're the Myers with the MI, but MyersInsurance.com is the best place to go. You know, we're always looking, even if we don't have an open position, we like to talk to everybody because you don't know when you're going to have a need and we don't know who's out there. We, we've always been comfortable with hiring, even when there's not a need available, if we've got the right people that are looking for a move or a new career path, uh, we're always willing to have that conversation. Well, thanks, Rocky. This has been very interesting. Okay, can I add one thing? Sure. Listen, we wouldn't be here without our dedicated staff. You know, we're close to 30 right now, and this agency wouldn't exist for over 130 years without the get dedication of the people that, you know, support us each and every day and support our clients. And we really make it a, a pointed effort not to forget you know, how we're here. You know, I get to have the interview with you and I appreciate that. But at the end of the day, it's really our team of, of staff and professionals that help us do what we do. And I, I didn't want to go without saying that on this call. And it's been going on for over 130 years. For sure. We've been chatting with Rocky Jen Corrali, the president of Myers Insurance Company here in the Lehigh Valley. You are listening to WDIY. We will be back after this break to talk with our friends from Community Options. Please stay tuned. Spread the word about your business or organization to a well-informed audience. Become an underwriter with WDIY. Our lineup of NPR news and locally produced programs reaches thousands of engaged listeners in the Lehigh Valley and beyond. Underwriting on WDIY is an affordable and effective way to provide information about your product and services to people who care. To learn more about underwriting opportunities, 610-694-8100 or WDIY.org. Hi, this is Steve Inskeep with NPR News, inviting you to join me for Morning Edition on WDIY. Morning Edition takes listeners across this country and around the world with stories that inform and challenge and entertain 
alongside the day's weather, traffic, and local news headlines. Listen to Morning Edition weekdays beginning at 5 a.m. right here on WDIY 88.1, your trusted Lehigh Valley NPR member station since 1995. Welcome back to On Every Main Street, and welcome to Allison Pours Boyts. Allison is the Executive Director of Community Options in the Lehigh Valley. They have a fun event coming up called the Cupid's Chase 5K. I've, I've run the Cupid's Chase 5K. It's a terrific chance to get out there and run in, the, in some chilly weather. But uh, first, Allison, welcome. Thank you. And let's talk about community options. Explain the type of great work being done at Community Options. So Community Options is a national nonprofit organization. We operate in 11 states now, and I oversee the Lehigh Valley region, like you mentioned. We support individuals with intellectual disabilities. Uh, We help them find residential housing and employment in our community. And, you know, we, we try to promote independence as much as possible, integrate Uh, our individuals so that they can live everyday lives just like we do. And we, we just started operating in Iowa. Uh, There was a state institution there and, you know, they're looking to close the doors. So, you know, we've already moved some of those folks out into residential homes Mm -hmm. and that's exactly what we did here in Allentown, um, you know, with uh, Allentown State Hospital and some of the other institutions that were once running, uh, for example, Pennhurst, and individuals were awfully mistreated there. So um, it's really great to see our folks just integrated into the community. So, Allison, you're, you're passionate about community options. How did you get involved with the organization? Well, I've been in this field. I've been in the field of working with individuals with intellectual disabilities for 23 years. Community options kind of just came to me, and I obliged. And I've been here four and a half years, and it's just been so rewarding. Uh, I did day supports in the past, which we do offer as well, uh, community participation supports just to aid individuals in job training and in uh, volunteering uh, in our community. What do you like about your job? I love seeing the individuals we support happy, healthy, smiling, and, and to be honest with you, I, I like chaos. <laughs> It's a 24-hour job, and um, it's also a very thankless profession, um, and I really appreciate my employees. You can see the pride of the folks at Lehigh Valley Community Options when you interact with them. There's a lot of pride with the employees and also, and especially, the people that you're helping. Yes, yes. Can you give me an example or uh, tell, tell me a story about uh, maybe a person or a group of people that you've assisted and one that makes you feel good? Well, um, we have a home uh, in Allentown with two women that live there, and we decided to start implementing some technology in our homes to aid in individuals' independence. So, for example, we have you know, um, door sensors, ring doorbells, Amazon Echoes. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it, it just stove sensor. So if an individual leaves a stove on for, I don't know, 10 or 15 minutes, they will get a phone call to remind them to turn the stove off. So I did a presentation on this particular home, and I had one of the individuals assist me in this presentation. And she was just so passionate about it and so excited to gain more independence within her home. And it was just, that was a, that was a winning moment. <laughs> That's terrific. We, you know, a sensor that tells a person how to, uh, or, or that their stove is still on, I think is something that we can all use. <laughs> <laughs> how are you funded? So we are funded by the state of Pennsylvania and waiver funding. And we also rely on our donations from community members, just like you all do at WDIY. Mm-hmm. Is Pennsylvania a, uh, a state that offers enough money for the work that you do? Uh, well, I think it's, it's a national crisis, but particularly in the state of Pennsylvania, our individuals, our, our employees, wages are not where they should be, in my opinion. I, You know, we work a lot with state legislators and uh, senators to try to advocate for um, our, our DSPs, their direct support professionals. Are there any other sources of income that you can tap into? Well, I mean, we, we do receive grants at times. I, I know I mentioned the smart home technology. Uh, we did receive a grant to implement some of that. So grants do help us as well. Let's say you have a friend or a relative who could use some assistance. What's the process? Well, uh, not an easy process, to be honest. Everybody that lives in our homes and receives our services have waivers uh, through the state of Pennsylvania, so they're funded. To receive a waiver is very difficult, and my number one recommendation would be to start early. Um, If you have a child or a family member with disabilities, they have to start while they're still in school. And hopefully then when they graduate, they can receive the funding they need. Do people usually have access to counselors prior to visiting with you, or should they call you for advice? Um, Let's say they have a student who they know might need some assistance. Uh, When should they recognize or start reaching out to build this future for their student? I would recommend when they're freshmen in high school. And individuals with disabilities luckily can go to school until they're 21, but I would start the process, you know, right when they start high school. The waiver list can be extremely long, and I work with the local IUs, intermediate units, and with the school districts. And, you know, parents call me a lot for information, so I absolutely do not mind, you know, helping families and pointing them in the right direction. Once again, we're talking with Allison from Community Options. Allison, who would qualify for assistance or training and help from Community Options? So if somebody has a primary diagnosis of intellectual disabilities, Most of our folks have, you know, that primary diagnosis and then may have diagnoses such as autism um, or some mental health diagnoses. 
um, those are the people that qualify for our services. Will a client of yours typically find work in the community? Absolutely. We have, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with Biddy and Bose, but one of our individuals works there. She also works at Wawa. We have another uh, individual who works at Burlington Coat Factory, and we just started um, Supportive Employment Services last August, so we can also assist individuals in volunteering, getting to know what it is that they want to do. That's the first step. And then uh, providing supportive employment services like job coaching uh, to ensure that they're successful. So if we have any business owners out there, because I know we do, and they would like to get involved with your company, is that possible? Absolutely. And how do they do that? They can just contact me and I can point them in the right direction. Is there a uh, training session for the businesses or uh, do you provide the training? How does that work? Well, our employment services would be working directly with the, the business. And, you know, just figuring out, you know, times for them to come in to provide job coaching, et cetera. Okay, so one of the fundraisers you do every year is the Cupid's Chase 5K Run. Tell us about that. Well, our Cupid's Chase 5K, we've been holding it every year. Honestly, I don't, I believe since 1989 when we first started services. And the reason why we hold it in February is because that's when community options um, first began uh, in 1989, like I mentioned. Mm -hmm. So the race this year is at the Steel Stacks, and it's on February 11th. The race starts at 10 a.m., but registration can start as early as 8 a.m., uh, there's also a website where people can register if they just go to comop.org, C-O-M-O-P.org, and uh, they pick the state because, like I said, we operate in 11 states, and then just find your local Cupid's Chase run in Bethlehem. For our serious runners out there, this is a, this is an event with timing chips. This is well done. And also you get a shirt that's pretty interesting. Tell us, <laughs> yes. about, tell us about the shirt. Well, um, the, I just wanted to mention that the course is a USA track and field certified course. Yes. So, um, you know, it is good for serious runners who want to track their time. Um, but it's also good for people who just want to walk, wheel. You know, it's a dog-friendly event, children-friendly event. Um, but the T-shirts, because this is a Valentine's Day-themed race, right. the T-shirts, uh, you have to choose when you register if you're available or unavailable. So who knows? Maybe <laughs> you could even find a match. <laughs> that's right. If you, have a, if you register in time, you can get a shirt that says you're, if you're available or unavailable on Valentine's Day. It's really cute. It's a great idea. If somebody wants to, once again, uh, learn more about Community Options, your website? Yes, it's comop.org, C-O-M-O-P.org. And there is a link to the Cupid's Chase run on that? Yes, there is. Allison Poors-Boyts, thank you for being on every Main Street. Thank you, Greg. I appreciate it. That's Community Options. Check them out. 
you know how to do it. And uh, help them out and get on that Cupid's Chase run. I'm your host, Greg Caponia, and you are listening to WDIY 88.1 FM. Have a great evening. Up next on WDIY 88.1 FM, news headlines from NPR, followed by our Monday night folk program, Folk Classics.